I don't blame the driver. I did it first, but I realized there was nothing he could have done. For a reason I don't know, God decided he needed my son to go home on that day. I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? No, but you must promise me you will not tell Sean or Michael I told you. Michael would understand. Please promise me. Yes, I promise. Katie stood up, wiping the tears from her face. Thank you for telling me this. No, thank you. It felt good to talk about it. I do have one more question. What is that? Can you help me with this? As she pulled a piece of knitting from her bag. Okay, but what is it? A scarf? Patricia put, put her hand over her mouth, trying not to laugh. Don't laugh. I know it's bad. Please help me. It's for Michael. It's not that bad. Here, let me show you how to fix it. They spent the rest of the afternoon knitting and laughing. Hi, Katie, Brian said. Hey, Michael, Katie's here. Okay, Brian, you don't have to shout so loud, Michael said as he came down the stairs. I just wanted to make sure you could hear me. The whole neighborhood can hear you. Katie just smiled. It had been a year since they had gotten off the boat, and Michael was still her best friend. Michael was carrying an envelope with him as he came down the stairs. He hesitated, then handed the envelope to, to Katie. It's a letter from Tom. Katie kept on turning the envelope over and over. She wasn't sure why. Maybe she hoped it would vanish. She knew she needed to open it, but she didn't want to. Finally, she got up enough courage to open it. She recognizes Tom's writing immediately. Dear Katie, <coughs> I am sorry I haven't written so long. I've written this letter in my head a thousand times, but I couldn't find the courage to put it down on paper. There is so much I want to tell you and to say to you. I wish I could have come to America with you, but I knew it wasn't there I belonged. I should have told you earlier, but you were so excited about going, I didn't have the courage to. Remember the stand we used to steal apples from when we were younger? How Collie, the, old, the owner's young daughter, would chase us through the market? Well, I've fallen in love with her, and we are to be married in the fall. I love her very much. She's a good woman, kind and gentle. I'm sorry I had to tell you this way. I never meant to hurt you. It just happened. I pray that you will find someone worthy of you and that you'll find a way to forgive me. All my love, Tom. Katie closed the letter, tears rolling down her face. She was not surprised to get it. She had been dreading its coming for a long time. As long as it was something coming, she could pretend it wasn't happening. Now she could no longer pretend. Another thread back to the old country had just been broken. Her old life was fading into the past. She just wasn't sure where the road of the future was leading her. Michael slowly walked up toward her. She laid her head upon his shoulder, sobbing. He was just quietly holding her. She hadn't noticed until now how much she depended on Michael. 
how strong and gentle he was with her. He wasn't like Tom. She could never see Michael writing a poem to her or quoting Shakespeare. The thought of that made her laugh. Still, that didn't make him any less gentle or loving. No, he would not read her poems, but he would hold her and brush her hair back and always be by her side. She looked up at Michael with a shy, sly smile and touched his cheek. He looked at her. My love, will you marry me? Yes, she said quietly, her head falling back on his chest. Sean was not happy when Michael had told him he had proposed to Katie. She's too young to be married. She wasn't too young to marry Tom. That was different. How was it different? Tom comes from a good family, and he has money. You're just a bastard who is worth nothing and will always be worth nothing. Michael clenched his fist and counted Ted in his head, like Katie had told him to do. I love Katie, and I have a good job at the docks. I will never let anything happen to her. I'm not the same kid you knew back in the old country. I'm not ashamed of what I did. I did what I did to survive. I have a chance now to make a new life with Katie, and that's what I plan to do. Sean stared at him as if he was seeing him for the first time. He had to admit that it was Michael who went with Katie while Tom stayed behind. Katie had also told him about what had happened aboard the ship and for that he was grateful to Michael. However, he still didn't trust him to stay around. Michael had gained a reputation as a lazy man back home as soon as he could shave. Sean worried that Michael would be like a lot of men he knew, who abandoned their wives when the burden of fatherhood became, became too great. Michael knew what Sean was thinking. I would never leave Katie or our children without a father. I know what it's like not to have a father, always wondering what you did to make him leave. No child of mine will ever have that feeling. I will think about it. That's all I can promise. Michael accepted this decision and told Katie what Sean had said. I don't believe you let him call you that. Even if he is my brother, he has no right. Michael started to laugh. But you're the one who told me to count to st ten and stay calm. Yes, I know. But I am going to give that brother peace of my mind, and she turned around and stomped up the stairs. Michael smiled. He sort, sort of felt sorry for Sean. He had been target of Katie's wrath before, and it was no fun. He could hear shouting voices from upstairs, but he couldn't understand the words. How dare you call him that? He had no choice of who his parents were. I'm Katie. I'm sorry, Katie, but he's not good enough for you. I know you think that Tom was the man for me. The truth is, Michael's a better man than Tom will ever be. Don't get me wrong. I'll always love Tom. But he chose someone else. I can't sit around waiting for something to happen that we both know isn't going to. Do you love Michael? I care very much for him, and he makes me feel safe. That's not what I asked. I asked if you loved him. Katie thought for a moment, looking down her hands, and then looked at Sean straight in his eyes. Yes, I do love him. Okay, I'll give you my blessing as your older brother, although I still have my doubts and will be watching him. Katie came downstairs. He will see you again now. 
Michael went upstairs and met Sean again. All right, you have my permission to marry Katie. Michael and Katie met with Father Patrick to set the wedding date the very next day. Michael couldn't stop smiling. Katie was so beautiful as she stood there in front of him. However, he felt uncomfortable in the suit he had brought from Sean. He kept wanting to tug on the collar. Do you, Michael Edward O'Shannon, take this woman to be your wife? Michael was startled for a second before he remembered where he was. I do. Katie giggled along with the congregation. Michael smiled and turned red. Sorry, I got a little lost. That's okay, my son, Father Patrick said as he continued with, continued with the vows. Then it was time to exchange the rings. As they exchanged the rings, Michael thought about how unfortunate he was. He knew he didn't deserve Katie. He prayed that he would become worthy of her love. Michael Jr. was born nine months later, followed quickly by Mary, Danny, and later Patrick.